Welcome to Shelf Logic, the official podcast of the Maricopa County Library District. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Shelf Logic podcast. This is Jen. And this is Caroline. And today we are doing something a little bit different. Uh, we're both really excited about it. Yes, we are so excited about this. So, Jen and I, I think we kind of already know um, from the previous Book Talk podcast that we did that Jen and I are avid TikTok users. <laughs> we are often sending each other funny TikToks that we've found outside of work um, to just laugh together. And Jen sent me one that the Fowlerville Public Library did where they read one-star Goodreads reviews about popular books. And we both thought that this was so funny that it would be fun to like read some one-star Goodreads reviews for books that we've loved mm-hmm. <laughs> and just see like what kind of things are said about books that we really care about. And just to like really emphasize, like these are books we love. Like we are not trashing these books. Um, all four of the books that I have for you. Do I love them? Well, you definitely love two of them. I don't okay, know. If- I was thinking one of these, I, I found it on your Goodreads, but I don't know how much you love it, but it's just there. We've talked about it before. Wonderful. Okay. And <laughs> we're both huge like book lovers. So yeah. this is just in an effort to like, kind of like laugh at some. And some- maybe sometimes to defend our titles. You know what I mean? Like, yes. we, like, Oh, I feel that this is a really good book. You know what I mean? Yes. Or in the case of one of mine, you're going to oh, laugh no. and oh, also no. be like, yeah, absolutely. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so Jen and I have put together lists of some one-star Goodreads reviews for books, and neither one of us knows what, what books the other has put together. We have to guess. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> and then I wanted to say, too, we're not also, like, talking bad about the reviews it, or themselves, because yes. I think a lot of times they can bring up very good points, and they provide me a lot of um, insight and laughter, because, yes. you know... Yes. Sometimes you have to hear it. Absolutely. <laughs> but some of these were just like too good to pass up. Oh yeah, we have to we have to. I'm very excited. Um, me too. Okay. I guess do you want to just jump in? Do you want to go first? Wait, how many did you get? I did four. Okay, I did four too. Oh perfect. Okay. 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 Oh, I'm, so I'm exci- ready. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, so the first book. <laughs> the first one star review, all it said was vomits aggressively. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay. I'm trying to get in the headspace here of any of the books that I've read. Okay, I'm thinking. I, I tried to make an effort to like make the first couple of reviews that I found like very vague. And yeah. then as we get deeper, <laughs> you'll probably be able to guess. Okay. The second one said, you know, staring at a wall for an hour would be more interesting than reading this book. Oh my gosh. God. Um, okay. Staring at a wall. Okay. I'm getting, I'm, I'm trying to pick it up. I think this is going to get you. Okay. I'm not anti-vampire, but I resisted reading this book for quite a while. Then curiosity got to me. If it's a bestseller, it has to be good, right? Wrong. Are we thinking? I think. Twilight? Yes. Oh my, oh my gosh. <laughs> so these are one star reads for Twilight. Oh. The last two I have for Twilight were so good. <laughs> Romeo. Romeo and Juliet with fangs. However, the great thing about Romeo and Juliet is that at least both of them die at the end. No oh, such no. no such comfort awaits the reader of Twilight. Oh my gosh. That's brutal. That, right? But, I mean, you know, I can Ugh. I can see it, but there's just that I don't know how to describe it. It's like a weird thing where I still love it. I still you know love what I mean? it so much. 
the last one, I had to give a special shout out, even though this one included the name of the character. So if we got okay. this far and you hadn't guessed, you yeah. would have known. I have a bunch where I crossed out the name. Oh, perfect. Okay. So this one star review for Twilight Red. Gah! G-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-H. Gah! It's so bad. So very, very bad. Oh. Bella is the worst character, and she... And she should fall down an open manhole. Oh no! See, brutal. Okay. Here's the thing. I don't. I don't know if it was like a YouTube or something, but a long time ago, somebody said that Bella was the perfect main character for like young, like girls or like I guess I don't know, teen YA to like identify. They could plug themselves in because she was so nondescript, mm-hmm. so like kind of. I don't know, not even tempered, that's not the right word, but there's, like, not a lot of, like, extreme emotional reactions that you might misalign with as a reader. Sure. And so I just, rather than, like, thinking, like, oh, she's just a boring character, like, I thought that was kind of interesting because as an author, like, make that choice and, like, the reader plugs themselves into the story seamlessly. And I always thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I always liked that, too. And I always thought that, like were I able to sway Edward, I could easily steal him from Bella. <laughs> because if she truly is this boring and she's the worst character and she should fall down an open manhole, then how easy would it for be for me to be like, here we go. Edward Cullen, I can offer you one right. Bella. I don't know. I always... it is, it's something to think about for sure. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. So this is one that I grabbed from your Goodreads list. Um, I don't know. You'll definitely be able to get it by like the third review because of some context clues. Okay. Okay. Okay, so prepare yourself. It's a graphic novel. Okay, I know. I'm ready. Boring art. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, I wonder if we did the same one. Oh no, did we? No, we didn't. Cartoonishly ridiculous villain. Ooh. And underwhelming world building. Pass. (laughs) I love when people say pass. (laughs) I know, I love it. It's just very confident. Okay, next one. I've never been a big fan of graphic novels. However, recently I've gained a lot more respect for them. They really do bring a story to life in a different way, and although I'm not sure if it's 100%, if it 100% constitutes as reading, I'm willing to cut a little more slack to those who are constantly reading them. That's another discussion. (laughs) (laughs) Graphic novels are books. (laughs) Uh, My thought process is that at least kids who are devouring graphic novels are reading. But then something like this comes out, and it brings me back to a time when graphic novels were pure garbage. This story is confusing. It is uneventful and it and lacking in so much that if I saw anyone reading it, I would instantly slap it out of their hands. A lot more effort and focus needed to be placed into this jumbled lack of character development. I think we did review this. No, same we book. didn't. I think we might have. I think we might have. Really? That would be a did miracle. You know that? A miracle of miracles. I have. I have a graphic. Guess novel. what it is? Dogman. No. <gasps> Dang it! Ooh, I gave my. That was a good guess. <laughs> I just showed my hands, though. I. Oh my goodness. Wait. So did you do that one for me? But you still no. have to read them. No, certainly I didn't. Okay. Dogman is fun, and it is jumbled, <laughs> and it is a jumbled mess. I definitely reviewed, or like I looked at this book though, because as soon as you said you would, they would slap it out of their hands. Oh, I, was I like, told you that when we were prepping oh, for it. Okay, good. And I said okay. you have to have a good reaction. Still, I'm going to tell you one of them right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. I completely forgot it. Okay. Okay. This last one you're going to get. Okay. I had a hard time getting into this. The story is just so odd. A 12-year-old's mother dies, so she takes over the family's laundromat. <gasps> Customers are horrible to her. Her dad isn't helping because he's mourning, and this leechy man is trying to take over the business. <laughs> the drawing is okay, but her brother, who just started kindergarten, looks like he's about 12. <laughs> the illustrations are kind of odd, the faces are long, and everything seems so sad. Maybe it sort of works because it's about ghosts and death and all. I don't know. I just felt so depressed reading it. 
Maybe I'm just getting too wrapped up in the details. Overall, it's about a girl whose mom has just died, and she's dealing with that and a million other things. It's more about perseverance. But this just wasn't my style. I felt uncomfortable about the romance, too. Maybe if the kid had been a bit older, I would have felt better. <laughs> she just seems so young to be dating and running a business. The illustration, illustrations make her look older than 12. Oh, my gosh. One star. Oh, Sheets. I had a red Sheets. I love Sheets. I think it looks very cute. And so what she was talking about in that, like, the illustration, I, I can get, like, people thinking, like, oh, I don't like this kind of illustration. But I thought the illustrations were cute. I thought they were very charming. And you know what's funny about... The the point that made me laugh, but in a way of like, aw, was when she was like, it's sad. It just made me depressed. And yeah. it's like, yeah, it's definitely not a happy book. Like, it's not one that I would pick up again if I were like, I want to laugh. I want to be in a really, really good mood. Uh-huh. It is really sad. And it does deal with, like, some heavy topics. Like but yeah. yeah, it does. It deals with grief. Um, but it deals with it in such a graceful way. That we, and we've talked about this on other podcasts. It's so important because there are kids grieving. There are 12 year old kids who have lost a parent yeah. that need to see that reflected in literature for them. So yeah, it's definitely not like the happiest book I've ever read, but it's so important that we have books like that for kids at that age. So that they know that like, it's really normal to grieve in any way that, you know, that you need to. She does run her own laundromat business, but. I, mean, I think she that, runs it like a boss. That's perseverance. <laughs> right. Could I, she perseveres. I couldn't do that. And I love that they described him as leechy. Leechy Because man. there is a very leechy man. Oh, like, no. I can't. He wants to, like, turn her, um, the area that her laundromat is in into, like, a resort spa. But she, like, also lives above the laundromat. So he's just oh. going to, like, displace her and her family. Oh he's so leechy. I liked that one. That's wild. That's good. Oh. oh. <laughs> I love sheets. But it's good. I, I think it's just so, it's so funny to read all these one-star reviews because it does, it brings up all these just like different elements and it makes me feel like, oh, I want to defend what I love. Yeah. But, but sometimes they'll be like, oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> right. It's like, no, yeah, that's, that's a fair that's point. Fair. <laughs> that's so funny. Okay. Next one. Okay. Okay. This is one that I know you've read and I know okay. that you love. Okay. And so this will be just wonderful because it's treasured. Oh no. The first review is, I may be a child, but this is definitely one of the worst books I have ever read. Oh, yes. So context, okay. it's a child. Oh, a child? It's a child. Okay. Uh, the second one-star review is, this book is fictional, and I recommend reading this book. This is a one-star review, by the way. Uh-huh. I have just read it to the end, and it was an okay book. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love, I love when people give books or anything really a one-star review uh-huh. and then give it like a like a perfectly fine i've bought things That's on so amazon true. before that have gotten one star and they're like i love this i use it every day and it's like why one star <laughs> why one star then okay oh, <laughs> these next two are gonna give it away okay i'm ready man i hate this book oh if you don't want spoilers don't read this okay this is like I want to just make it very clear that this is a run-on sentence. This is one big run-on sentence. Okay, so this boy finds some shoes, okay? But oh the kid gosh. gets locked up because he took the shoes. Okay, I get that. The shoes were famous, but like this doesn't make sense. Like the shoes were out of their own house. The boy was just walking and he found them. Like I don't get how that's illegal. And also as punishment, he's sent away and forced to dig holes to find some treasure. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
It's holes. It's holes. It's so funny because I feel like and now I want to try to do that with so many things because I've heard of that like explaining movies badly or like explaining yeah. like books like like really oversimplified and then like just making it seem like absurd. Holmes yes. is hands down the best book that's ever been written of all time. Yeah. It's, Easy. No discussion. No, yeah, no discussion does not need to be discussed at all. Oh my gosh. I also really love, and this next review, I had one more for holes. Oh yeah, tell me, tell me. This review encompasses something that I love so much, is that when you, sometimes when you go on Goodreads, and specifically when you look at books that are commonly read, like in school, uh-huh. you can, t- you can oh, tell, yeah. you can tell that kids have not read the book. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, maybe the assignment was to post a review somewhere saying, like, what you thought of the book. Love it. And they're like, I didn't read this. I need to just make something up. Oh. This one-star review says, who would want to read a book about somebody digging holes? <laughs> I get it. Some people like it, but I think that is boring. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did That's... not read the book. <laughs> I love it. I would. I love that, you know? Just no way they read the book. Love Absolutely it. not. So, yeah. That's so good. Holes. Poor I like. I like feeling like, I don't know. There's a power to having a one star, you know, and just like picking yeah. the one. It's like very power. I feel bad for the authors. You know what I mean? A mm-hmm. lot of times, but I think it's just so, I don't know. It's so interesting. <laughs> That's so funny. Right. Like who would want to read about digging holes? Who would want to read a book about that? It's you like, know? I don't think, I don't think you read the whole book. Oh my gosh. I love it. So good. Okay. We have this next one. <laughs> okay. On the bright side, my year can only go up from here. I could sit here and harp on how bad this book is, how it was poorly written, an unnecessary addition to a finished series, and full of harmful tropes, but we all already know that, so it would be redundant. I'll simply say that this book is just a retelling of the book You by Caroline Kepnes and leave it here. Leave it there. I crossed out. I, by the way, I am editing these as I read them tonight. Give you clues. So I crossed out one thing. Okay. A sequel, okay. and it's reflective of you. Okay. Which I have not read. Is that, very the, is that the book that the show is based mm-hmm. on? And it's it's terrifying. Is the book more scary than the show? I, I only watched one episode of the show, and I was like, nope. Yeah, <laughs> I watched, like, two or three episodes of the show, and I... Maybe they get more graphic as you go, but, like, uh-huh. I almost didn't want to find out. Because uh, the book is so graphic and so scary that I was like, I don't think I want to see it. Yeah, that's that's too dark for me. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not into that. It's a dark, it's a dark one. <laughs> Okay, the next one. <clears throat> Nostalgia is a toxic, if occasionally entertaining, impulse. Ooh. What this book needs is an editor willing to put it on the chopping block and excising 400 pages. <laughs> there's potential There's potential in hilarious moments and interesting main character family history insights, <laughs> but it's buried under a slog of unedited emo angst. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it is? I have two guesses, but I'm not sure. It's funny that we... Okay. I will confess to skimming the second half because I was not wasting a week to this epic. And then, here's a nice shout out. Thank goodness for libraries. Isn't that precious? If you're not sure about a title, try it out here. Just come on. Okay. Next. Oh, this one I only have three reviews for it. Okay. So this is the last one. Okay. But it's, I had to cross out so much. It's long (laughs) too. The author really saw people finding uh, redeeming qualities in the original series and said, you want to bet? Okay. (laughs) This grueling look into the mind. <laughs> this grueling look into the mind of an obsessive sociopath vampire <laughs> would have been impossible to slog through if it weren't for my overriding sense of nostalgia and curiosity for how much worse things could get. 
After over 600 pages, the main character's American Psycho-inspired internal monologue, <laughs> even I, a loyal, dues-paying member of his fandom, do you, you already know if it is. Oh, yeah. A dues-paying member of Team Edward. Yeah. <laughs> since 2008, was forced to question whether or not uh, Edward truly belongs with Bella or in prison. <laughs> like, oh I'm not going to get up here and bash her like everybody else, but she needs a lot of psychological help. Genuinely disturbing at times, Midnight Sun <laughs> fails to update some of the more unfortunate aspects of the original series like its misogyny, consent issues, and native anti-native racism, instead doubling down on things we'd all rather forget about, like Edward's murderous rages and stalker <laughs> tendencies. And his love... Oh, wait. I crossed that out. I was trying to write all this stuff in. <laughs> and Bella's not-like-other-girl syndrome. Some of the things in this book, I am at a loss for how it got published in the year 2020. The best thing I can say about this book is that it's laughably, laughably bad, and it will inspire many, many discussions and memes. What do you uh, feel? What do you feel? Incredible. Um, you know what's funny is that we both picked a Twilight book. <laughs> I know. Of course we did. We That's incredible. To. In case anybody missed it, um, that was Midnight Sun, which is the... Well, it's not a prequel. It's like a partner book to yeah, Twilight. Yeah. Um, it's Twilight through Edward's perspective. Um, <laughs> I am glad they brought up a lot of the things that, yeah, that like Stephanie Meyer could have set right from yes. Twilight. Yeah. Because there were a lot of things people were like, whoa, that's creepy and yeah, weird bad. and she could have spun it so that it wasn't so creepy and weird but but no spinning was done um i i don't think i think i gave it four stars because i just didn't love it like uh-huh i think if i had read it in tandem with twilight like when i was in high school and when i was in like i think that was like oh gosh late middle school early high school I would have been all over right. it. All over it. But yeah, as an adult, I was like, no, no, Edward Cullen's still a little weird. A little creepy. <laughs> a little yeah. creepy. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, Midnight Sun was, that's a, that's a wild it's ride. Dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was a ride. Well, and my, I'll say what my other guess was, because it oh, my, oh, sorry. When you said family history, the first thing that popped into my head was Cursed Child. Oh, I didn't read that. It was, I, I'm sorry to any Harry Potter fans out there. I was not a fan. Not into it. I'm not generally a fan of books written as screenplays or like books written as if they are like the script yeah. for a play. Um, just because I just can't, like I can't engage in it. Um, but there's a lot of weird stuff that goes on in that book. And so when you said family history, I was like, oh, it could be that? like a Potter child. I'm sorry that I gave it away to it. No, that's okay. Because that was my second guess was like, or it's Midnight Sun. And yeah, I wholeheartedly know. hoped it was Midnight it Sun. Was. And I feel uh, like, I feel bad. I was reading it in my funny voice. And then it got to the sentence where, where I, it was serious. And I was like, <laughs> genuinely disturbing. It. It's, I agree with all those things. Misogyny, yes. consent issues, anti-native racism. Those are all valid points, and I'm glad that they <sighs> talked about it. So, Yeah. And again, it's actually funny that you, the one I'm going to read to you next, oh, no. has similar issues where, like, it felt a little bit like we were just trying to, like, keep the fandom going and, like, right. keep the money flowing in. Oh, no. Um, but maybe because... <laughs> okay, tell me. I, I read I, it. Read it to me because I have to know now. Okay, so this book... The one-star review, the first one-star review, this cracked me up because it was an edited review. In July of 2020, this person wrote, I feel like I'm 14 again. Like, exclamation point. Very excited. Very very much looking forward to this book. Yeah. August. Edited in August of 2020. I do not want to see this book in my life ever again. Oh, no. (laughs) Already over it. Took a month. Was not happy. 
Um, this one was funny because it was in all lowercase, no punctuation. It okay. literally just said, I pretend I do not see it. Good. I pretend I do not I see it. I pretend I do not Wait, see I it. I have no idea what this is. Oh, the next two will get you. Okay. Clearly I should have learned my lesson from the cursed child. But I was naive. Foolish. My mind hopefully trilled while I pressed by. But I should have known better. Much like main character from sequel series. Uh-huh. I am now embittered against humanity. I've lost the hope I once had. I don't know if you've read this book, so it's Oh, maybe. maybe. Okay. I can figure it out. Um, well, this last one will probably get you. Okay. I don't, I don't know what the point of this book was, other than to make me misread Coriolanus as coronavirus every five minutes because I was skimming so hard. Wait, Cornelius? Coriolanus. Coriolanus. Now I don't know. Maybe I didn't read it. <gasps> really? Okay. I don't think you read it then. It was Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I didn't read it. I did not read that. Prequel to the Hunger Games. So, I was yeah. Gonna, so, I was going to guess that, though. I'm not, I'm not just making that up. I literally was going to guess it. I believe it. you. Thank you. So the, <laughs> the part where I, like, X'd out, like, redacted the character's name was much like Katniss from the Hunger Games. I am now embittered against humanity. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Oh, yes. She went dark, you know, and I, I don't know what to yeah, say. Yeah, she was hurting. But it was, it was... And apparently this person felt exactly the same way. Oh, man. It was funny that, obviously, like, Hunger Games was written well before this past two yeah. years. But I read Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes about the same time that a lot of these reviews were written. Uh-huh. And I also had the same problem of, like, skimming past Coriolanus too many times and reading Coronavirus. And oh I was like, ah, gosh. stop! That's so weird. It was, like, poor timing, but obviously his name was already that. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> Coronavirus, Coronavirus Snow. I was like, stop! I can't! Oh I can't get away from it. That's so wild. Okay, did you like that book? I, okay, it's so funny, because Nicholas and I got into a really good discussion about this, our teen librarian. We got into a really good discussion about this book, um, I don't normally love prequels, which if you've listened yes. to any of our other podcasts, you would know I am like a, a huge like anti-prequel fan. Um, <laughs> because I don't, if, unless it's going to radically change yeah. something in the like stratum of the future books, then it's like inconsequential to me. Like I hated I Solo. Feel. I hated Solo because it was inconsequential. It's never going to come back. Like, we know Han Solo doesn't die. We know Chewbacca doesn't die. We have an exception to that, though. We do have one exception to that. So, I that one I won't toss out completely. However, through most of the movie, I was like, well, a moment of peril, but I know that this yeah. person's not going to die. Yeah. Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes was interesting because if you've read the first three Hunger Games books, so Hunger Games, Catching Fire, and Mockingjay, uh-huh. um, there's some interesting world building that Suzanne Collins does in Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. That if you've read the first three books, you're like, oh, I see why these things happen in the future. Yeah. Because they all start here. So that was really interesting. Um, and I, the other thing I don't normally love is a villain story. Um, like, I love Maleficent because Maleficent has some good in her until, uh-huh. like, the world turns her bad, you know? Cruella. Cruella, another <laughs> one. Yes, Cruella. Another great villain story where you're like... Oh, I see where the turn happens. Uh-huh. Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, my one issue with it was that I didn't see that. Yeah, he's all no good news. No good news. He's yeah. always bad. There's nothing redeeming about him. There's no point in the book where you're like, oh, there's the turn. There's where he becomes right. a bad person. Throughout the whole book, you're like, oh my gosh, this person is garbage. That's garbage wild. and terrible. I don't even know if I've read a book like that where I was following just the, the badness. Like, right. I don't even know if I've done that. Just the bad guy. And not only the bad guy, but, like, the bad guy who's always been bad. There's yeah. no point where you're like, oh, he's redeeming here. Right. So, and when Nicholas and I were talking about it, he argued that that's kind of what makes it good. Is that we 
aren't supposed to feel sympathetic for him. Yeah. We aren't supposed to feel anything but malice towards Coriolanus Snow because he's always been yucky. That's wild. That's a good point. Because that is, unlike any other book that I've that well, I mean, I'm sure there's books out there, but like, yeah. I, I just like nothing not I've ever read. Having, yeah, not having read that. That's a good point. So it was like a villain, villain's origin story that like turned the villain's origin story on its head. Yeah. So I like I liked that, and in in like looking back on it, I liked it more than I thought I did. That's good. That's cool. Yeah. That so much reminds me of. Okay, so I had almost like a very similar discussion with one, a friend of mine, and we were talking about like when you go, you you have a series that you love, right? And then the author releases a prequel later, and you're like, like part of your heart is like, oh, but like. I know how this world already is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I know the actual story. Why are you trying to give me this? You know what right. I mean? It's like, can I even get through it when I know that, like, years later, this is what's going to happen? Somebody who did that, um, have you, I know I've talked about it, but The Importance Trilogy by Garth Nix, have you read oh, those? Oh, no, I haven't, no. It's, I think it's, like, my favorite fantasy series. It's so good. Um, so it starts with Importance, uh, Laurel, or, no, 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 sorry, Lor- <laughs> Sabriel, Laurel, Importance is the original, like, the three-book trilogy, right? So then a while later, Clarell came out. It's the same thing. It's a villain origin story. Um, but also, forget that I said that because that's kind of like a reveal. But you you would already know if you're reading it. But it's that same exact thing. Um, but not like uh, Snow because I literally was like rooting for her. I was like, yeah, get Aww. it. Yeah. And then at the, the very end, they're like, you, I'm sure you probably know this by now, but this is blah, 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 blah of the other t- trilogy. Right. I was like, oh my gosh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, yeah. Because I just didn't pick it up, but whatever. <laughs> and so if it blindsides you, that's great. Yeah. I think that's so cool. And I think that if, like, this was done such that, like, there are things you recognize from the Hunger Games trilogies that you're like, oh, that's how this got started. Yeah, you know, like yeah. the gift giving in the Hunger Games uh-huh. was something that Snow started. That's so wild. Yeah, so it was an interesting book. And it was like, you know, again, like an interesting way to do a prequel because it's still fairly inconsequential, but I was like in more invested than I've ever been in a prequel. So that's good. Yeah. I liked it. Cool. Am I at that? You are. Oh my goodness. I'm this so one, I think this one was maybe my favorite one to read the reviews. Okay. We both read this one. We have not talked about it with each other. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited. Written in a hard to read font, I found this disjointed effort quite disappointing. There are some nice quotes, but no connecting thread or continuous flow as it lacks a narrative. Both the story and the artwork seemed unfinished, and I am left feeling incomplete in my understanding of the popularity of this book. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> One star. I'm so hung up on the font thing. <laughs> I'm like trying to imagine every book I've read that had bad font. I found this nauseatingly awful. Oh, by the way, so when I was reading through all of these, I don't know if this says something about like the hearts and the souls of people, but there have never been so many like bad words, quote unquote, bad words reviews, like in the one star reviews for this book. And I was like, especially once you know the title, you'll, you'll be like, gosh, because I think people... We're in a dark place when they left those re- reviews because you're going to be shocked. Okay. Sorry. Oh, I, I just had to say that. I found a lot of that too. Like, yeah. you know, there's like occasional swearing in like two, three, four, five star reviews, but uh-huh. nowhere else but one star reviews are people like really just letting everybody yes. have it. Yeah. They'll let you know. Ooh. So just be aware of that. Yes. You go looking for your Go looking books. for a chuckle. <laughs> okay. I found this nauseatingly awful. Sickly sweet wisdoms spoken from a Christopher Robin-like toddler talking oh. to animals. <laughs> this reads like a poor copy of Winnie the Pooh without any of the good parts. Even the illustrations and situations are copied from Winnie the Pooh. This takes around two minutes to read. Many pages are blank for no apparent reason. 
the worst book I've read in a long time. Oh. It is a boring, this next one says, boring compilation of cliche sayings. <laughs> oh. Okay, you might get it off, off of this one. Okay. A story about a depressed boy. I don't know. You, you can't see what I'm doing, but I had I shrugged because I was like, I didn't get I didn't get that. A story about a depressed boy that gets mediocre help and advice from his animal friends to confirm that you can ask or do little and receive little. <laughs> Why weren't the animal friends more encouraging and uplifting? Very disjointed writing, terrible colors for the illustrations, which added to the depressive nature of the book that purports to be uplifting. Is your glass half empty or half full? I'm happy just to have a glass. <laughs> Just enough. To, that's a quote. I guess. Oh yeah. Or like a quote. I don't know if it's an actual quote, but that person quoted that. Just enough to get by, I guess. What happened to encouraging optimism, success, and determination? I'm glad I read this before reading to my child, which I have no intention of doing now. There are much happier, uplifting stories that promote love, work, acceptance, friendship, positivity, positivity, etc., that will impact a youngster far more than this book. I don't know if I have another one. Is this a picture book or a graphic novel? See, that's people were discussing that too. It's not in our graphic novel section. It's in our self help section. Oh, I'm like super stumped on this one. I will say that the font was possible. <laughs> <laughs> there is something to be said about using fonts that are not yeah. only like appeasing to the eye of someone who does not have dyslexia, but uh-huh. like there's a lot of conversation right now about book fonts that are just abhorrent for people who have yeah. dyslexia. I think I don't know if this one would be better or worse. I can't tell. But I had a hard time with it. I don't know. No idea. <laughs> it's oh. sad because I love this book. I literally checked it out from the library and then I bought it because I was like, I want to have this. Oh my gosh. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. The boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. Oh, I liked that book. I know. I think it's very sweet. It's very uplifting to me. And I think you just have to be in the right headspace. I think a lot of people, Yeah. from what I understand from when I was reading the reviews, and that's what was so wild to me, how like, I don't know attacking people were at this book and i think it's just because it is one of those it's like sweet it's like sweet very like mellow calmings like i don't know just to make you ponder and like a quick read it's very quick it's not two minutes hey they said it was only two minutes long i was (laughs) like i took well the thing is to read the font i will say yeah i do remember (laughs) the font being very like jumbly like it's i think it's painted i don't even think it's i think you're right i I think think it is hand painted and that's like you know, that speaks to, like, the nature of, like, type font. Like, we have right. type font for a reason. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of handwriting out there that can't be read. And that's okay. I was even wondering, when I first read the book, like, I would give this book five stars. I, like, yeah, I loved it when I bought it. Oh, that's so funny. But I wonder if part of the read make you sit with each page longer. Yes. I felt like that was what was happening, and so I accepted it. You know what I mean? But then, like, when they're like, I couldn't even read it. I was like, yeah, I get that. <laughs> that felt to me like a book that... Yeah, but, like, you might check out once from the library and read to know that you like it, but that you would probably buy and then, like, occasionally reread. And right. you didn't have to reread the whole book because I don't necessarily think that it had, like, one through-line narrative, like, not, all the way yeah. from beginning to end. But if you just needed, like, a little, yeah, like, a little tidbit of wisdom or, like, yeah. a little tidbit of, like, encouragement, you might, like, skim and read a couple of pages. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. That's so funny. I remember people that were pretty upset. And I, for one, loved it. <laughs> I loved it, too. It's, you know, there's something to be said about, like, in the defense of people who write, re- like, your uh-huh, critical uh-huh. reviews, there's something to be said about the headspace you're in when you read something. And I think that, especially with self-help books, and that one was, that one's kind of a funky self-help book, because it's not really, I don't know, it's not I, really, like, 
It's interesting that it's in that section. I mean, I can yeah. see it, but it's still interesting. It feels more like poetry to me. Yeah, that's good. But it's, it's, I find this with a lot of self-help books. Um, and there are many self-help books that I love that people tear apart in I the one-star reviews. And I think it's generally because people are like, either this isn't the advice I wanted to hear and now I'm angry or like, Someone has gifted this to me, and I don't want. You know. know what I mean? Like, it could just be like super not relevant to them because yeah. every self help book is going to only apply to like literally like a specific population of people. Totally. Yeah, I read a self help book last year um, called Burnout, oh. and it was a very good book. It was very interesting, but it and you know, and this is a problem that's specific to me. And I reviewed this based on my personal experience. Um, and another book too that I've read that had a similar problem talks a lot about like burnout and motherhood and like, that's just not something that I can connect to. So when one chapter is completely devoted to motherhood Mm. and burnout or like motherhood and stress, motherhood and anxiety, and then like it bleeds into other chapters, it's like, well, that's great, but that's not what I'm looking for. Right. Right. But I would never give something a one star review just because I was like, Ugh, talked about moms too much. So <laughs> it's you funny. Could, but you could. But I you could. enjoy reading that review. <laughs> I literally would just say, ugh, talked about moms too much. <laughs> love it. Oh, I love it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, poor boy, little box of horse. I know. I Okay, I say check it out. Yeah, I say check it's, it out. I say check everything. Like, all the things that we're yeah. talking about today, like... You know, they're fun to, to like, laugh at the one-star reviews, but there's reasons why people love things and reasons why people hate things. So yeah. maybe you'll fall into the one-stars, but maybe you'll fall into the fives. Mm-hmm. You want me to, to give you my last one? Yeah, and then I have one more too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Okay. Okay, I already kind of gave it away, but we're going to laugh oh, no. at these okay. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this one's funny because when you know what book it is and you know, like, the author and illustrator, you're just like, what? Uh, I, it's great, but I think the drawings have plenty of room for improvement. Okay. <laughs> this one was just funny because I was like, what did you think you were signing up for? I don't like graphic novels. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when people pick up books and, like, open them and flip the pages and are like, yeah. graphic novels, I hate these. I will check it out. It's like, right. well, no, that's, you don't have to do that. <laughs> this one was funny, too. I did not like this book because I am not a dog person. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> That is hilarious, actually. Oh, it's so good. Okay. <laughs> the last two will totally give it <laughs> oh, away. Yeah. And I already gave it away, so you probably already know what I'm talking about. This is not even remotely aimed at me. This is an adult <laughs> an adult one-star review. I don't think I would have even liked it as a kid, either, because the humor was mainly poop jokes, and I've never found them funny. Oh, my goodness. Also, the main character's origin story is super dark and creeped me out. Dog man. It's Dogman! Dogman? You know what's so wild? I remember the day that I learned what Dogman was and meant. <gasps> do you, do, were you in that staff meeting? The yes. staff book club? Yes. yes. Um, one of our staff member team read Dogman to tell us about it. I was <laughs> horrified. I literally thought that he was joking. I thought <laughs> I thought that cannot be how Dogman comes about. And then I immediately checked it out and read it, it too. It's true. It's true. It's, yeah. Just to, to real quick, if you don't know what Dogman is, it's like this it, wildly popular children's graphic novel series. Wildly popular. Every title is like a play on some kind of classic book. Yes. But the first one is the is the origin story of Dog Titular Dogman. Dog head <laughs> on a human Man body. body. <laughs> um, like a terrible accident led to that. And then I think it was like the quick thinking nurses and doctors were like, we can save the head of the dog and the body of the person. Yes. This so yeah. <laughs> I think they get in a car accident and it like decapitates the. It's like a dog man's a police officer. Yeah, and it like decapitates the human 
Both of them. It decapitates no. both of them, and they're like, oh, no, dogman's legs don't work anymore. But dog, policeman's dog legs do. Don't Dog's legs don't work. Oh, yeah, he's not talking yet. Dog yet. Dog's legs don't work anymore, but human's legs do. But human's legs, or human's noggin is God. gonzo. Oh, no. So let's just stick I can't dog head. talking about this. this- <laughs> it is the most ridiculous book. But this is Dave Pilkey, so he's the same yeah. author as Captain Underpants, which is why that review cracked me up. I've, I think the drawings have plenty of room for improvement. Oh, yeah. Dave Pilkey has been writing and drawing and illustrating. Since we were kids. Oh, yeah. So it's hilarious. Isn't Dogman... Please tell me if I'm wrong. I have been understanding Dogman to be the illustrated graphic novels from the kids who are in Captain Underpants. Yes. Or do they write Captain Underpants? I think this is like a spinoff of their comic book writing. I think so. I've only read the first Dogman because it was just... It was was just enough for me. It was like a nice little spoonful of sugar. It was just enough. We know what the kids are are reading now. Mm -hmm. It's all we need. And that's the last review. So this book isn't... And I think this was a kid's review. I don't... I could not tell. But again, just one giant run-on sentence. This book is not realistic. The dog's body and the man's head get sewed together. This is making my children think that they can cut our dog's oh no, our dog's head off and cut their own heads off and sew them together. Two of my children have no. already died because of this book. That is why I give it one star. <laughs> oh, that's a funny review. Do you remember being a kid and just like trolling? Oh yeah, that's on things. Yeah, gold. That, that is the funniest review. It's like child troll gold. Two of them have already died. Two of my children have already died because of this book. Oh my! Oh my goodness! <laughs> You've got some things to answer too, Dave. That's wild. Yeah, it was great. I love it. Most of the reviews, most of the one star reviews, were like, "I don't like poop jokes. This is ridiculous." Yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Okay, but I'm a 27 year old woman, and I still enjoy poop jokes." <laughs> I mean, some of them are funny. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. Great. It's such a good review. Love it. Okay. This is the last one. I think you're going to be mad about this, to be honest. I'm ready. Yeah. Chose this one that I do like. Okay. (laughs) Started it. Couldn't get past the first few chapters. Not for me. Fair. I read 40 pages. Reading this book is like spending hours mastering the video game Guitar Hero. And then realizing you could have learned to play an actual guitar in the time you wasted learning how to play the game. What an incredible, like, also a roast of Guitar Hero. I know. I know. Two for one. Two for one. I love Guitar Hero. I do too. That's love so funny. It. But I could, yeah. Have Guitar Hero, spent. you don't have to get the calluses on your finger. Yeah. So there's that. And I'm German, so. I don't understand the hype. This book was written like an interview transcript. You already know it. <gasps> it was just fractured. Oh. Emo- it was a fractured, emotionless void. I didn't get to know any of the characters well enough to care what happened to them. <laughs> they were all so self-involved. My eyes got tired from rolling them continuously. <laughs> I forced myself. I forced my way through it because the, because of the strong reviews, thinking surely something good must be coming. It wasn't. The ending was just as disappointing as the rest of the book. Oh, you know it, and you you're leave so, Daisy so Jones and the Six alone. To be honest, when you said how good it was, it made me want to read it. I haven't read it yet. I'm so glad that you want to though, and it's so funny that you picked that one because I was going to pick that Ooh. one, and then I was like, I know Jen hasn't read this, so yeah, I don't I think that she'll guess it. And yeah, a lot of the reviews were like, "This is so dry. This is so boring," and I just didn't get that. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. You listened to it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe that's the problem, because they, they were like, what is this? And then you got to hear, like, different people, right? Oh, yes. They do a full cast that reads the, the audiobook. That's and, so cool. Yeah, there is something to, A, to really good narrators, and B, to, like, a full cast audiobook. 
I also just finished my second Taylor Jenkins Reid book. Oh, yeah. Um, the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which is also read by, not a, I wouldn't say a full cast, but like a dynamic cast. And uh, like another one that I just, I immediately added to like my all-time favorite books. I Such a good book. And then, yeah, I'm like, Daisy Jones. I just said I love Daisy Jones. I can't believe. I know. I was shocked because I went to your all-time favorite list. And then I was like, I'm going to choose one of these. Uh, and I know. And I'm sorry. It's but okay. yeah, I can add one done. more, but it's not that interesting. For as far as the reviews, we don't need to look at it. <laughs> that was yeah, and that was it's funny too because that was like what I was looking for was like silly haha reviews, uh-huh. and yeah, and like most of the ones for Daisy Jones and the Six were just like, not super ah, this silly. isn't funny. Um, there was one though that was like uh, something about it being too edgy and emo, and I was like, emo, <laughs> it's supposed to be like the sixties, right? Like, it's it's not <laughs> it's not about that at all. Yeah, that was funny. My other my other critique of a lot of one star reviews in like in looking at a lot of them over the past uh-huh. few days, so many people don't finish books. That's very true, and then they leave a review like marking as though they maybe kind of have. But do right. you think they need to? So this is like a really interesting discussion that takes place in a lot of like book review forums. I think there's something to be said about like leaving a review that says you were not able to finish the book. Uh-huh. Totally down with that. Like. DNF is a is a like abbreviation that's used pretty frequently. Yeah, in Goodreads, did not finish or do not finish. And I think there's something to be said about like putting DNF like at page you know Uh sixty, like just didn't get there, you know whatever. But people that are like, I got three chapters in and it was garbage. It's like, well, but there's so much story building that has to take place after, right? You know, like a lot of a lot of initial chapters are. Just build up. Yeah. And just character development. And it's like stuff that's not necessarily interesting. But then once you start getting into the thick of it, you're like, oh, well, now I know why I read those first mm-hmm. three chapters because I understand these characters better. Yeah. It's like. Huh, it it's, depends on the book, too. It does really depend on the book. And like this, again, like the state of mind you're in and like, you know, if it's not your thing, like I am, I have my genres that I fall into very, very consistently. Mm-hmm. And I tried a romance novel like at the end of last year and got like a chapter and a half in and realized that like it wasn't quite for me and it also wasn't quite the time because it was like a really long book and I was just trying to read something like fluffy and light yeah so I took it off of like it was in my currently reading shelf on Goodreads and I moved it back to like want to read but I didn't review it because I was like I will probably come back to this and if I don't I'll just like take it off my shelf right so, I don't know. Yeah, DNF and, like, did not finish is so... I feel like there's strong points to it, and there's reasons why people do it, and then there's, like, oh, don't do don't that. Don't rating and Yeah, yeah, yeah there is the option not to rate. Think about how... And I, I immediately, like, relate that to television shows. Mm-hmm. Think about how many shows you recommend to somebody, and you're like, just get past, like, the first three episodes, right? Yes. And then, like, if, the, if that's all they get to, and they're like, terrible. But that's how books are even more so, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there's something to be said there, too. I was just talking last night about a show that everyone is recommending to me. Everybody wants what? me to watch. Tell me. Oh, it's Schitt's Creek. <gasps> I know. I, I'm literally... I will cut my hair off if you don't <laughs> watch that show. But Wait, how far are you? I've, I've watched, like, the first handful of episodes. And I think okay. I know what you're about to say. Because <laughs> everyone says it. Like, oh, push past the first season because the rest of it is so good. And so I get where people get a couple chapters into a yeah. book and then give up because... I got a couple episodes into Shit's Creek and it was like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't get this. Uh-huh. It's funny, but I'm not like rolling on the floor laughing. But yeah. and then everyone's like, well, just persevere past the first, per, past the first season, and I'm like, but I can't. 
I know, I do get that. And to be honest, <clears throat> I feel like I already loved it. Like, from the moment it was airing, I was in love with it. And yeah. so I actually, like, if, you, if you've watched, maybe you don't like it. But, like, I don't know. No, I only got a few episodes in. So I do think I need to try it again. There's a character growth. So if any of your hesitation is, like, coming from, like, I don't really see these people as, like, relatable or, like, rooting for them, you will root for them. You okay. know what I mean? So okay. there's that. Um, sorry, I just got sidetracked. No, I'm so glad you did. Podcast. So, this is now an official Moira podcast. Yeah, Moira Rose Moira Incorporated. Yeah, Moira Rose Incorporated. Yeah, this is no longer a book podcast. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's... Oh, I do love it. But if you... I'm not going to pressure you if you don't want well, to. Thank you. you can, Aside from cutting all your hair off. Yeah, it's just... I have, well, I've been thinking about cutting my hair. So, <laughs> here we are. But yeah, I mean, so perfect example of like... You know, I get why people would leave a review that says that they didn't finish the book, but like maybe just don't give it a star, right? Because that that counts. That counts. It does count for its grade. Like it yeah. shows up there. You know, it hurts it. Yeah, it hurts it. It hurts me. Yeah. Well, I think that was a whole discussion. Wait, did we go over all the books? We, yeah, we did. did. Those okay, were good. all of mine. We had some laughs. I know. We defended things that we love. Yeah. Um, this was fun. I'm so glad we really did this. Fun. This was, and if you, if you're looking for the TikTok, it was Fowlerville Public Library. F-O-W-L-E-R-V-I-L-L-E. Fowlerville. Yeah. Love them. Um, yes. And I think they were, it sounded like from the first episode that, or the first TikTok we watched that it's going to turn into a series. So yeah. definitely keep an eye out for that. It was very funny. We really enjoyed it, obviously. It was so good. I know. <laughs> it inspired us. It was our muse. So Fowlerville Public Library, if you're looking. Yay. All right. Everybody have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Shelf Logic. Make sure to hit subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Follow us on social media where we are at MCLDAZ.